Court is preparing to come on now. Get up! 
humble myself as I bow to your throne. I pray for love, joy, peace, and happiness to be present in my home. Well, Oh, <laughs> 
Hallelujah. Sometimes, Sometimes I walk around and I pray, I pray. Keep the children pray. Sometimes I lean down on my back and I pray and I pray. Well, my heart, I ask for wisdom. Teach me how to pray. Friends, you had better pray. Hallelujah. Our Father, whose art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debt to us. Lead us not into temptation but deliver us from all evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Father, we thank you this morning. Hallelujah. All I can say is thank you to OJs and pray. And I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you because there has been no hurt, harm, or danger. And he has kept his promises to me and you and you all that are listening. Amen. By internet. You all that are overseas and in every nation, amen, you may have had catastrophic devastation, but if you can hear my voice this morning, hallelujah, or he saved you for a purpose, hallelujah, there's a plan and a purpose for all humanity, but we need to continually come to him, amen. How do you expect for your life to be made fat when you don't spend no time, amen, the first fruit? should be just what you're doing this morning. You should be somewhere around the church. And I'm not talking about St. Mark. I'm not talking about Lakewood. I'm talking about around humans. Remember, he said in Matthew, the 16th chapter, I will be on my church. So we're grateful this morning for my wife, amen, for Prophet Dixon, and for all the rest of you all, amen, and for Minister Carl. He can't figure that one out, but he will by and by. <laughs> so we're grateful this morning. Amen. I'm going to let my wife come with our opening scripture so we can go ahead on into the world. I want to talk about love this morning. Amen. Come on, sweetheart. Okay, good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Uh, I, how are you this morning? I'm blessing you. How you doing? How you doing? Um, bless, bless. 
Excuse me, let me stop the dog. Let me stop the dog. Frankie, shut your mouth up. You know what time it is. Don't y'all play dumb. I'll let y'all outside. Okay. Okay, you only call. <laughs> John, I'm gonna read to you from chapter uh, from John 15 and John 16, 15 and 16, verse 16. You have not chosen me. But I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that you and that your fruit shall remain that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you that ye love one another in the world hate if the world hate you you know that it if it hated me before it hated you if ye were of the world the world would love their own but because ye are not of the world but i have chosen you out of the world therefore the world hated you i have read to you john 15 Verses 16 through 19. Let it be the reading of the word. Wow. Wow. Amen. We thank God for the love. Amen. Without love, we wouldn't even be on the line this morning. Love, the songs say love don't love nobody. But I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the right song. Leo said him too. I think that a lot of stuff that we listen to, it don't make a hill of sense. But we need to be listening to the word of God. I've told Carl this morning. I stopped him right there in the hallway when he spoke to me. I said, Carl, in order to be healed, you need some word, and you gotta have word continually. <clears throat> word don't operate like a water faucet. Turn it on, turn it off. Leave it on, there's a cost. You see? I mean, we don't need to be a rocket scientist this morning to understand how love operates. Uh, love, amen, it has no boundaries. No one can conceal it because if you got it, you're going to deliver it. Leo, stop. Oh, nothing. Stop. I'm going to put you out. Told Frankie to shut up and Frankie shut up. Leo said, well, he ain't told me to shut up. The dogs even like getting into conversation when I come here. Amen. They know what love is. What's wrong with us this morning that we can't Facebook? What is wrong? You know, I've been preaching out there and everywhere for 10 years or better on social media. And you all act like I didn't came up with a new doctrine or a new gospel. I'm preaching straight from the word of God. I want to start this morning uh, in the book of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians. Thank you, sweetheart, for the beautiful uh, John 15, 16. Amen. Love. Hallelujah. Look what it says here. Might as well start from one. You know, we we 
we can't skip around here. And then we're going to go on over here into a whole bunch of love scriptures. So you already have a pen. I want you to write down all these different love scriptures. Love first starts with the Father. You know, if we ain't giving him what he what is required of him, that's why my prayer is just thank you, Lord, because he's already proven to me that he's that he's in the midst. So I have nothing to ask him for this morning. I don't want to bore him with people's problems and situation. Uh, my neighbor, he got a fever. So I told his wife what to do, go to the store and you know, get what he needs for his fever. And then Matthew 18, 18, it says, whatsoever you bind on earth. So I bind any sickness of COVID trying to touch that house over there. But that house is in the front of my house and Abraham is my friend and Abraham going to come to me. So I am not going to let this COVID attack this man up in there and then uh, uh, the rest of them get it and they're going to want to see me. You see, because when you standing in agreement with the word of God and my Bible tell me that he ain't going to put none of these sickness or diseases upon me. So if he telling me that the poison water, you know, I don't, I don't have to do what I don't do what I say, do do what you want to do. But as for me, I'm washing my dishes with this water. I don't give it to my dog and I don't drink it. But I'm going to show wash my coffee pot out with it and already done that. Because the Lord spoke to me when I was fitting to brush my teeth. He said, why you stop? When I told you, if you eat anything that's poison or anything, he could have let me die in, 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 in the motorhome. He could have let me got hit by them pig. So if he saved me for such a time as this this morning, I'm not telling anyone to believe what I believe. You believe what your faith will let you believe. Do not try to believe on my faith because our faith is different. Y'all already know my faith. Everybody that listen to me know what I do. I jump out the plane without a parachute. They just ain't going to let you do it. They say, that is really a fool. Because my life to me is not my own. My life belongs to whosoever he sent me to. So if he's going to use me this morning, amen, then save my life. Because I'm not trying to save it by any means. Not being a fool, but you got to be a fool for Christ. You got to believe and trust in him. But don't believe what I believe. Believe the word. Look here in the morning in this love letter. Uh, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity. See, they replace love with charity in this Bible. But all the Bibles say love. I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mystery and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I'm nothing. So I don't care. I don't care how many people you prophesying to, how many people have been healed and delivered. If you ain't got no love, God said hey, that's the gift of God is without repentance. So because we can do all these miracles and stuff, you know, that's a gift from God. And God said he ain't going to take the gift back from us. Look at Satan. If that's the case, when Satan was kicked out, amen, God should have just stripped him. But he didn't strip him of anything. He turned and told us that Satan is the prince and power of the air. He said in John 10, 10, that the thief come forth to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have came that you may have life and have life more, but choose life. So that means that you got to choose him Walk in faith, 
You know, we've been talking about faith over and over and over and over again. We've been talking about faith, faith. I wish a man, Sister Neely, would come to the line so she can explain since she learned how faith worked. Faith been working everywhere she go. Groceries getting paid for, bill getting paid for. This is what faith would do for you. Carl said he was in the barber's chair and he got ready to pull out his wallet and the lady said, go on home, baby, I got it. That's the God kind of faith. You need for somebody to see that you is not ordinary. Yeah, like Carl said, Carl said, I just play dumb. Just play dumb, but have the God kind of faith. So the word of God is saying this morning, amen, you can have all these attributes. Hallelujah. You can even have all faith so that you can tell a mountain to get out of the way. Baby, if you ain't got love, it says I am nothing. Now let's see what love is, what love can do. Let's look here. And I ain't through with that. I'm not through with that. I'm going to come back. Look at here. Psalms 31:23. Oh, love the Lord, all ye his saints. You got to love him first. If you don't truly trust, see, love consists of trust this morning. Love is not something, amen, that you turn on and turn off. You know, it's like a married couple getting get angry at each other and cut each other off and go get in a different bed. Y'all ain't got no love doing that, baby. My wife been mad at me many times, and I've been angry with her. But I bet you we ain't never got out to bed together. I bet you I ain't never, never slept outside of this bedroom. Because why? Because I don't want Satan to drive a wedge between I and my wife. So I keep love because God is love. Look at here, Joshua 23, 11. Take good heed, therefore, unto yourself, that you love the Lord your God. Deuteronomy 30 and 6. Deuteronomy 30 and 6. The Lord, thy God, will circumcise thine heart. See, back in the days, I remember mama getting my brother circumcised. And I said, that probably hurt. I told my brother, Joe, I said, that probably hurt. He said, yeah, it hurt. I'm thinking in my mind, well, why in the world would mama hurt brother like that? You understand? So then Jesus said, y'all need to, in Matthew 5, 17, he said, thank now that I come to destroy the prophet. I didn't come to do away with the prophet. Uh, the word. But I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So back in the days before Jesus came, amen, when that son disrespected that mama or that son didn't cut that grass or whatever daddy told him to do, whatever, amen, that was called, amen, disrespect. So now the dad brought that boy out to the end of the driveway and he began to stone him to death. Then they were killing all those lambs and all those pigeons, all those bullocks, all those things. And then Yeshua, Jesus came and he said, how could the blood of lambs and goats, how, how could you take an animal blood and call it a sacrifice? The first church was started in heaven between God and his son. And he sent his son, a man into the world. What it say in John 3, 16, that he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And then look, when Yeshua did come, they didn't love him. They killed him. See? 
So that same murdering spirit, hallelujah, is still in the world today, glory to God. And we that are the church, we're to go out there, amen, to those murderers and ask them where, when I stopped out on Highway 6 last week and got out of my car and about 10 people fighting, I said, whoa, whoa, where is the love? And they looked at me, get in your car. get. And then all them people in the line, lining up, taking videos. I looked at them. I said, now, ain't you something? You all would stop, take a chance on an accident just to see a fight. Why y'all won't fight the fight of faith? Why we don't love one another? And then the, the gangsters that started, I got a picture of them. Threw their hands up in there and say, yo, man. I say, yo, man, get in the car. Police just passed by. Somebody need to stand up. But no, I'm afraid. First John 4. Perfect love cast out all fear. For he who fear is not made perfect. So I don't care nothing about your religion, your church, and all that old stuff. That's between you and whoever you're dealing with. But I'm telling you, if you're going to be this church of love, that love in you going to automatically... I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, Prophetess Dixon ain't got a problem with going out there. She and I went right out there where they killed that boy at. Killed him right there, stabbed him in the heart, right there in front of the store, just cut him down. I said, I'm coming. She said, Oh, don't come, don't come. I said, she said, The gangsters, they still fighting. I said, Oh, that's even better for me. And I came. Why? Because I have love and I have God's spirit. And we came out there on that corner. And I guarantee you right now, if you go on that corner, she will testify. There's a man still pointing his hand up in the air, still jumping and shouting and shaking. He come and bought money. He's a beggar. Come and put money in my hand and said, I need Jesus. I prayed for him. Another man come, about 75 years old. I prayed for him. He said he wanted some water. I gave him my water. So what kind of love do you have this morning for humanity? Show me your love and I'll show you the Father. But your love is scarce this morning because why? I'm not going down and messing with them people. I was a member of one church and I said, I'm going to put the PA system out here and uh, minister to the people. Oh, leave them people alone out there. They don't need to be in here. Well, if they don't need to be in your building, then I don't need to be in it either. So I am no longer a member or officiated with any church. I go into all churches. I don't need a membership of a church because when he built this church, he built this church on humanity. He don't have but one race of people, and that race is human race. Anything outside of a human race, you're a freak. Let's go back to the word. We're back in the book of 1 Corinthians, 15, uh, 1 Corinthians 13 chapter. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor. Check it out. See, that means you can be doing all these things, but you lack it one thing. I don't want y'all, amen, to stand before God. And then he said, you almost, he started looking in the book. He said, yeah, you did. You gave. And uh, you prayed for people. I see you paid a few folks bills. But you ain't got love. See, you might have showed love, amen, so you can get or earthly praise, but where's the love for the Father? Over here in the other book that I'm talking about, amen, he says here in Deuteronomy 10 and 12, what does the Lord thy God require thee? 
but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, to love him and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Therefore, Deuteronomy 11 1, thou shalt love the Lord thy God and keep his charge and his statute. So see there, all that stuff you're doing, you humanity, you don't give God a daily praise. You don't read your scriptures every day. You don't pray every day to him. He didn't heard enough of you praying about yourself. You know, everybody want to talk to God. When do you have time to listen to God so he can tell you to go over there and go do this? Go around there and do this. Go, 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 go. When you're working for the king, you're going to be a go-go because you ain't going to be in one place. And you're going to be doing so many things, you're not even going to know how you're doing it. You're going to say, my God, this, 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 and you're going to laugh. And you're going to have a lot of fun when you give yourself away. That song, I Give Myself Away, it's got a lot of meanings in it. Oh, you might can sing the song real beautiful, but what have you done for God lately? I'm going to ask you what Martin Luther King asked. Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Uh, 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 what 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 have you done for others? Because this is all God is about. It ain't about you because by you doing for others, that show right there that He's taking good care of you. You able to get about your bed? You able to go here and go there? But it ain't about you. Go go go! It's about you going 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 doing for somebody else. Why should you live? And I let you in my heaven, and you ain't done nothing for nobody. You just a nobody, and you're empty. But you yet still. Want him to take care of your body, but you're not concerned about nobody. So what kind of what kind of message is that? You know, running up in these churches with your fast cars, your fine cars, your fine that's beautiful. But what about he building his church on you? That the gates of hell shall not he said, I give unto thee the keys to the maybe somebody need to read Matthew the 16. Honey, you got Matthew 16 chapter to refresh our members so we can understand what went on over there. Child, I'm looking for a church home. Well, you better look within yourself. Because it starts at home. Mama always says charity starts at home. So that means love starts at home. If there ain't no love between you and your brothers and sisters, you might not be loving the father right. That's what the words say. Because if I love the father, you know, my brother, I thank God. See, sometimes Satan, the Bible said that Satan is the power of the prince of the air. So Satan is manufacturing all this crazy stuff that's happening today. But through all this crazy stuff happening again today, I, I saw my brother three days in a row. Went over to my mother's house. And my brother and I was trying to figure out how to get mama down the stairs. Mama told me she can walk. I let mama walk by four of them stairs. I said, you're getting a little slower, mama. I said, okay, mama, I tricked her. The Holy Spirit said, put her on your back. So I said, Mama, come on, let me pack. She said, no, nah, uh, nah, baby. So I tricked her. The Holy Spirit told me, let her put her arms around your neck like she's going to choke you and tell her to lock her hands together. You got your hands locked, Mama? She put them hands together and locked them hands, and I felt up there to feel with it locked. Man, I leaned over, man, like the humpback of Notre Dame, put my mama on my back, and down the stairs we went. I said, now, Mama, if, 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 if this is too much for you, just let me stop. So we got out about five steps. She said, Ooh. I said, okay, mama, now I'm going to stop. There's ice on the step. I said, now I'm going to lean all the way back and put your foot on them steps. And I said, John, make sure mama foot go on the step. 
So God got a way of doing things. And at the same time, that built a closer relationship with my mother and I, my brother and I. I went over and saw by my, 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 well, I can call her my niece because that's my wife's niece, my sister-in-law, my nieces and my nephew. My niece's birthday was on the 17th of this month. So I had opportunity to visit with her. I got me some cake, bought her home, had me some ice cream, Carl and I. So you see, this is what he's talking about. No greater love that he had that a man would lay his life down for his brother. Who put their life on hold for you? Who put their life on hold for me? Who put their life on hold this morning to see about somebody else? That's the God kind of love. See, don't worry about yourself. See, he already proven himself to me. When I was carbon monoxide poison and went blind, fell on the floor, I said, well, just let me go. He said, not so. I heard him tell me that is not so. So obviously, since the old man that I was died in the motorhome, amen, uh, January the 5th, 2019, at 25 degrees, it was 28 degrees down yonder in the country. Well, it was 105 in the motorhome. I was sweating, but God, you see? So I have a reason to be living this morning, and it ain't because of my wife, that too. But I know that the reason for me to be here is because he's looking for a builder to build his tree. Matthew 16, let me get it. Let me show you what he's talking about here. So y'all won't say that. I'm just telling you something. You can do it. This is not hard to do. All you got to do is stop worrying about yourself and think about somebody else. And then your faith can cause mountains to be moved. He said, if you got faith enough to talk to the mountain, tell the mountain to leave, amen, and don't have this love, then you ain't nothing but a bunch of noise. You're just going off in the mouth, you know, and uh, uh, Matthew's uh, uh, 16. And I want y'all to read Matthew 24 chapter. And I posted something up this morning on Facebook to prove to you all that man is making this weather. And I'm going to tell y'all, heart. H-A-R-R-P. They got 300 antennas shooting 10,000 watts up into the air and shooting it back down into the water. That causes what should be happening in the North Pole and the, the Arctic. That makes it happen here in Houston, Texas. So y'all think I'm just talking a bunch of stuff. But I posted it up this morning on Facebook to prove to everybody what I've been knowing for 10 years that now it has wretched us. They put it out there. Romans 1 said, man is inventors of evil things. Hallelujah. 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 Matthew 16. 16 and. Let's see. And they said, let's see. They understood they that. You do not understand how is it that you do not understand us. Let's back up here because this this is what's wrong with a lot a lot of us. Here's Yeshua talking right here. Oh, you have little faith. Why reason you among yourself because you have brought no bread? Now they with they with the Messiah. This is what he's telling us this morning. If you don't have no bread, no food, and water, you know, he's gonna get you some. 
because somebody going to come see about you. See, that's why we got to build this church correctly. <clears throat> I drive to my neighbor house and I took this uh, generator around there. His cousin came and bought him a load of wood on the truck and said, get you some of this wood. And then he turned to me when he was gone. He said, you and him had the same sign. I said, what's that? He said, Aquarian. He said, you Aquarian people, y'all always have generosity and have love. And I never thought about it like that because I don't I don't follow signs. Oh, you have little faith. Why reason you among yourself? Because you have bought no bread. Do you not yet understand? Neither remember that the five loaves of the 5,000 and how many uh, baskets you took up. Neither the seven loaves of the 4,000 and how many baskets you took up. How is it that ye do not understand that I spake it not to your concerning bread, that you should beware of the leverage of the Pharisees of the Saturday, then understood they. See, now, now they remember. So I'm trying to bring things to you. Remember that he said that I'll carry you. Carl said Isaiah 61. Amen. That's the first scripture he quoted this morning. He said, I was looking at the TV minister. And uh, uh, I remember Isaiah 61. So that's a blessing. Hallelujah. I think Isaiah 61 said, I'll care for you. I'll carry you. I'll take care of you. So he got some out of that program. Amen. And he said, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesar, Philippi, they said they understood they how that he bade them not be well, bade them not be well of the letters of bread out of the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? They said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist. John the Baptist got beheaded. He was killed. When Jesus got baptized, when John baptized Jesus, and when he left there and went out there and told Herod, you sleeping with your brother's wife, then uh, he asked his niece to come and dance for him, and he would give her anything in the kingdom. And then she went to her mother and said, what shall I ask Uncle Bobo for, Uncle Herod for? Ask for John the Baptist's head on a silver platter. And that's what caused John the Baptist to lose his head. So now they say that John had came back from the dead. Some said he was Elias, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said unto them, but whom man... But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but thy Father which is in heaven. That's why you got to get out of this mindset. Your mind is not your life. Your mind is not your heart. Your heart is not your mind. These things are different. And stop saying he gave us five senses because your five senses ain't going to work for me. My five senses are going to work for me, which consists of my sight, my hearing, my taste, my touch. Those are your five senses. They has nothing to do with your spiritual lifestyle. That's for the body. We got the body and spirit twisted. And that's why we really can't. Uh, make our body obey us. That's why a lot of us, we have all these things. A lot of us right now, had we the faith of God, we would have never, never, never worked our crazy self to sickness. And a 
lot of affliction that's on us today is because we was exposed to too much for the body. He has given us, okay, give me that phone out of there called the telephone and went off. Give me that phone off of the cabinet in there because I see here that, that everything went off over here. Thank God. Uh, amen. I need the phone out of there so I can make sure I'm still talking. Amen. Can y'all hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, that's it. I, I, I need to hear. Can I hear over here? Yeah, I can hear. I had to get the other phone. Thank you for calling. You see, so I, I, I know the way I preach kind of piss people off sometimes, but I'm preaching the truth because you are not your mind. You are not your heart. You are not your brains. You are not your body. That's why the word of God said, cast down vain imaginations and every high thing exalt itself against the knowledge of God and bring in captivity thoughts of God. And look at the scripture now. Bring every thought until obedience and obedience of God. And when your obedience is fulfilled, then he said he's going to do everything you need. But until I love the Lord thy God with all my heart and all my soul, and care about someone else. See, that ain't no love. Loving God alone. Because if I love God alone, then I'm going to be loving somebody else. You see? And that's what we need to be doing this morning. Hallelujah. We need to be concerned about someone else. What if no one cared to come or to call you? What if? You know? Just what if you're too tired to praise God? And I'm going to get on. Sister Neely, talked to her last night. I'm not going to get no one to come to the program. See, I'm getting mine. I, I get mine every day. For over 10 years, I've been getting mine from the Father. I've been growing and growing and growing. And now I have enough faith to believe that if everything I own was gone, I'm still going to move on. I lost everything I owned in a fire when my children was very young. And that was a man on airport and thundered at Kensington Park. He gave me a three-bedroom, two baths, no rent. So God sees where you're at this morning, and he wants to carry you on eagle's wing. But if you don't have love for the brethren, see, look here. Finish reading this Matthew 16 chapter. Matthew 16, he said, uh, uh, how long, I mean, how is it that you do not understand that I speak it not to, not concerning about bread, but he was speaking about himself. 16, what? 16, Matthew 16, Matthew 16, and uh, I'm coming down to uh, 18. And I say unto you, when Peter, when Peter and 17th when Peter told God who he was, his son, when it was revealed, he said, but my father, which is in heaven, revealed this to you, or Peter. He said, and I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock. Now, he wasn't talking about building anything on Peter. You know, we talked about, uh, uh, in the last two weeks, we were talking about building the church. And how that, Yeshua, he said, the cornerstone that the builders, they had, the builders, amen, rejected Jesus. And the rejection that they rejected him, the Pharisees, Sadducees, when he told um, the disciples, he had over 200 disciples, 
When he told them, except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you shall know why. They said, wow, no man, no man can receive that. And they walked away from him. He turned to Peter and he said, Peter, will you also leave me? Peter said, no. Thou has the word of life. Without this word that you get in this morning, you are dead in your sin and transgression. And you have no way to stop it. It's like a roller coaster ride. We have to put an end to the roller coaster ride. And we must, amen, believe the gospel. So he told Peter, he said, I'm going to build my church. And then I'm going to tell you this part. When the Judaizers, when they came to Jerusalem and began to teach the Gentiles, y'all need to be circumcised. When Jesus came in Matthew 5, 17, he said, thank God I come to destroy the law of the prophet. But I came that you may have this love and have it more abundant. And they were angry. So Paul said, I in the church went up to Jerusalem to tell the Gentiles, don't pay no attention to them people that are talking about circumcision. Circumcision don't mean anything. God has circumcised every man heart. Anybody around the world, the atheist, the evil worker, whoever, call upon the name of the Lord today. Hallelujah. He's listening. And he will save you. But we have too many cliches. Somebody told me the other day, all because they want to live in sin. No one is perfect. When you reach perfection, you did. I told him, no, I'm not perfect, but I'm striving. So you got all kind of peoples around you all your life trying to tell you how far you can go in the Father. Man, sky is the limit with God. He wants to bless whosoever we don't let him come. I'm going to load you down with benefits. I'm going to load you down with my blessings, my miracles. I'm going to show you who I bring out. He told him in the 18th verse, and I'm closing. I say unto thee, God Peter, and upon this rock, now listen to what he told him, I will be on my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Now, this is what he has done for you and I this morning, for believing what you just heard. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever you bind, you shall bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever uh, thou shall loose on earth, shall be loose in heaven. So why, so why we still got all these things happening? Maybe because no one has bound up the devil. We have a thought to over Satan this morning. We have a thought to over sickness. Amen. We have a thought to over sin this morning. We don't have to live in sin. Amen. We need to be thinking about that stairway. Stairway to heaven. Even though the scripture says, ain't nobody going to heaven. He said in the, in, in the book of First uh, First Thessalonians 4, brethren, we're not ignorant concerning them that have fallen asleep. But he will bring with him all those that died believe in the Lord. Hallelujah. He going to bring them back with him. And when he do come, the Bible says he will have his reward in his hand. If you're not available and ready, then baby, he ain't taking no prisoners today. You got to be ready. You got to be ready. The Bible says he's going to come. He's going to come. And when he comes, he's coming like a thief in the night. Would you be ready? 
would you be ready? I can tell you who's going to be ready and who's not. If you don't have the word of God, Matthew 22, 22-29, he said, you do err for not knowing the scriptures. If you don't know scriptures this morning, baby, you don't have to know them by heart, but you better know them because that only thing the enemy is saying is going to listen to him. He ain't going to pay attention to you uh, trying to waggle your Bible at him. Amen. Trying to put your crucifix on the devil. The Bible said, amen, that you better speak to that devil and let Satan know, I rebuke you, Satan. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, and I command you to come out of him. I bind up every spirit this morning that's been trying to act up in people's lives this morning, that's been trying to stop them from loving one another. Oh, Father, I ask you to let your love rule and reign. Let it come down like a running stream today. Let it touch us, Lord, and bring us closer and closer to you is my prayer this morning, that we would love like Jesus loved us. We coming to a close, but I'm going to open the lines up for those who have a word this morning.
You all have a word this morning. Hallelujah. Let the Lord have his way. So y'all come on. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. I thank the Lord for blessing me to wake up to another day. I thank him, Lord, for all his blessings that he has bestowed upon us, me and my family. I just can't imagine all the things that God has bestowed upon us, we couldn't do it with by ourselves under our own strength. Uh, I thank God I was just listening to Apostle and then listening to the things that he's done and talking with him over this past week. And I know it was nothing by his own, but it was the strength of the Lord that gave him the will and the power to continue to help others 
loving one another like he loves us. I thank him. I remember, and I just thought I remember I heard a friend of mine many, many years ago, and she told me, she said, don't try to change before I was married. Don't try to change him because that's who he is. It don't change him because he has a heart of love for people. And I just blew it off and I laughed because, but yet, but over the years, I've experienced it and I've seen him express it towards others. And even though, as they say sometimes in the Bible, it said, if they hated him, if they hated Jesus, they'll hate you. So I know that even though he is laid down his life helping people and putting himself in danger that it was God that protected him and those people despised him for his works. But I thank God anyway. He's blessed me and my family to stay warm and have uh, uh, water through this crisis that we're going through. And I pray for all the other people that are suffering heartaches this morning and stressed out and don't know which way to go, I ask God to bless them, Lord. Give them, give them peace of mind and so that they'll turn to him and look to him and ask him for the strength to get through this crisis. And he's done it before and he'll do it again. God bless you. Thank you for my uh, Brother Carl, for coming over and giving my husband some encouragement. Just your, just your presence. You didn't have to do anything. It's just your presence to encourage one another and give my husband the boost he needs, his support. God bless you. I love you. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Would there be anyone else? I, I, I thank God for, uh, you know, it's an encouragement. See, so many times we are sick in our body and we linger on that sickness and we always talking about it too. We talk about, oh, my head been hurting me, my, my leg been hurting, my mama all the time. Oh, this, oh, that, oh, that. I said, mama, just wear the pain like you wear your clothes. You don't complain about your clothes. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard statement, you know, to make to an 84 year old woman, you know, your mama. But I'm reminded of Jesus. He said, Except you eat my flesh and drink my blood. It's time to listen to those that God has instructed, like Moses. And, you know, I'm not Moses, but I have the same type of spirit to care for people. So my job is to care for people. Some Sometimes people get it twisted and think that, you know, my job is to be you. But that's between them and their God. They don't bother me. don't take nothing from me. So I'm happy this morning, amen, praying for my neighbor. I keep looking out the window, amen, and sending prayers over there because I don't know what it's Steve about, but I know there's a whole lot of folk living in that house over there. So I asked the Father, 
to take that thing out of there and take it somewhere else, but not across the street from my house. Take it back to hell from which it comes from. Take it to the to the manufacturer where it was manufactured at, but not on my street. So I'm grateful this morning. Thank God for my wife. Thank God for my daughter, amen. While I'm out there in the streets trying to help somebody else around the corner, all my lights and my generator went off, my heat went off, all that stuff just went off on her. So thank God that my daughter was wise enough to have her a generac. Power go off, generac come on. <laughs> so God is still working miracles, amen. And my auntie, amen, she had faith is why I told her. I told her too. I said, sometimes God have people in our lives. You know, I was telling Carl the same thing. Carl was saying, you know, I just, I just want just to, you know, somebody to talk to. You know, it don't take all that stuff. See, you'll know them by the fruit they bear. When somebody come, God put them in your life. You be trying to run them off, and you can't even get rid of them. <laughs> God wants to use every one of us today for His glory. And I'm just grateful this morning that, you know, I don't have to worry with taking no glory for, for what for what he do through me. I don't have to worry about asking nobody, you know, if I thank God. No, 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 no. He is a reward to them that did you seek him. So I lack it no good thing from the Father this morning. I have everything I need. I have a wife. Amen. I have family and friends. Hallelujah. So we bless all our water pipes and stuff is still doing what they're supposed to be doing around here, and the lights are on by the grace of God. So we thank God. Amen. Come on, Prophet Dixon. I dare shut the line down on you. So come well, on. Good morning, everybody. I just thank God for bringing me and my family up. I thank God for what y'all here have done. I thank God for the mix this morning. I said, first lady in Atlanta, and hello, Daniel. And I thank God for the... Uh, for the weather when it's going on at this season. And I know all he's trying to do is get the tension. However he going to do it, he's going to do it. But yes, he got to repent and turn from your wicked way, and he going to heal it. But a lot of people who haven't been healed yet. So that's why we're going through the storm, what's going on right at this day, this season. But also, I want to say, also we do need a... Um, an overseer over our life. So when we get tired, we can have someone to pray over us while we're out there in the world in the highways and byways. Yes, you know, Lord. the Lord is our covered, but we still need an overseer over our soul. Hallelujah. So if anything happens, you know, you need someone to, to say a prayer. We're going to be ready to take us in. Hallelujah. We still. Hallelujah. And what people say, we still need that overseer over our life. That's a moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just thank God for, uh, for all my uh, my family, my grandbabies, and everybody who's your family, nieces and nephews, my sister. I thank God that God used you to bring her from down in stairways, you know. And ain't nothing but God in your body. Hallelujah. And, uh, and uh, I think God that bring you and John John close together as your own thing, you know. And we buying all the lion spirit, every spirit, and all this. When you grown, yes. you have your own, your own mind. Yes, Lord. 
And sometimes, you know, mothers and family, you know, if you ain't too too close to God, they can't see you. They help you. Yeah. If you don't have your own mind. Yeah. So I just thank God that God gave me, uh, God bless you with common sense. A lot of people don't use yeah. common sense. But I thank yeah. God. Everyone who's on this podcast, I thank God for you. If you ain't saying that, God, you still getting a blessing. Your soul still getting read from the word from the Lord, from the, uh, from the Apostle. In the name of Jesus, for well, praise later. And I thank God for her love covering herself right there in the, in the presence of the Lord. Because God going to use him too. I already used him. And he talked to him also. So I thank God for you in, in the presence that God going to open doors and he says, let my people go. It's time now. Yes. Even is in prison. God going to let them our mothers, daughters, and sons that and the juveniles and where the kids at. You know, where all the forces yeah. they had to be locked up. Yes. They're looking for love. Mm. So they turn the games and make them out their family. If they're not their family, when they're in trouble, ain't no one going to put no money on their books. Mm. Ain't going to go see So right there, you're going to get your attention one way or the other. One way or the other. So you may well go ahead and give it to him what he asked for. And not yourself. Yes, Just give yes. away and let God come in. Yeah. Said the Lord, I thank God for allowing us to see another day that he, that we never seen. And we give him all the glory yeah. and pray in Jesus' mighty name. We pray our presence back to the apostle in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm just so blessed. You know, uh, I uh, every morning when it's time to do the program, I just lay there in the bed, and I don't feel like doing it, you know. Uh, I don't think no preacher really, really, really is ran to preach the gospel because we are humans, and we have a body, and our body possessing our soul, and that's why we have to yield our members, yield our members to him because when you totally become dependent upon the Father, no matter what your body is doing, you're still going to be serving him. And the only way we can serve him is with our body, mind, and soul. And I call it a, privilege, a pleasure and a privilege to preach the gospel. Don't want to get up and do it every morning. At 5.30 in the morning, I start rational with the body, telling the body, oh. But when you have him, his strength is renewed day by day. So he told me, get up. And go take a shower. And I always obey the voice of the Lord. I don't never let my feelings stop me from obeying God. Many times, see, if feelings, if feelings could stop you, then you're going to be stopped. But you got to think about Yeshua. You got to think about Jesus. All the way to the cross, he didn't just walk to the cross and everything was all right. No, sir. He was persecuted all the way to the cross. He was beat down all the way to the cross. He was made mockery of, and there's a cross for you to bear. So in the band of my cross, I've been through mighty things from a child up to now. 
and I just go through. But one thing I stay minded of is that I am not my own. I've been already purchased with the price. And when you go to the grocery store, put your food in your basket to make it simple and plain where you can understand it, let not nobody grab your basket and push you to their car. First thing come out of your mouth is, hey, 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 that's mine. You need to claim Jesus the same way you claim your food and the things you bought. Somebody at the gas pump pumping your gas in a gas can and you just paid for it. It's time for a fight. Why we don't fight for the right of life for Jesus? Why we don't pour out ourselves as an offering? When he said for you to commit yourself and for you to be a sacrifice, he wants you to sacrifice your everything, your time, your money, which is not your money. I work hard for my money. Mm-mm. Think about it. How could you work without him giving you strength? Everything comes from the Father, and he requires much of you. Yeah, when I go out there on the street corners and go out there and stop fights and stuff, if I did lose my life, the only thing y'all going to say is that he was doing what he liked. So nobody going to stop me from doing what I like to do. I don't care nothing about the guns and all that. I've had them pull on me and all kind of stuff out there preaching. And I'm going to keep right on preaching this gospel. And that's what I was called to do. So you all on Facebook and just pass my page up because y'all don't love God. If you love God, you would listen. You read what the program say. The program say love. You read it, but you won't open it up. So if you don't open up the words of God that he gave to me, you don't open your Bible up at all. So therefore, you're not walking in love. I've done nothing to anyone to hate me. I've done everything that is required to be an example of love. So again, I just praise him this morning, and I thank the Father, amen, this morning, for what he's doing. You see, like right now, he, he enabled me to cook me some breakfast while I'm doing the program. So he tell you what to do. So he tell you what to do. So we're going to keep on doing our thought, my ain't so we're going to keep on doing our thought, my ain't Would come. Would come. But I know what the problem is. I know what the problem is. I know what the problem is. I know. You know, too. You know, too. But I'm going to do it like I do my other cousin. Yes, pray for us. Don't speak of it. Yes, pray for us. That's just what I was going to say. Do it like I do my other cousin. Do it like I do my other cousin. Just pray for them. You can't cut them off. Just pray for them. You can't cut them off. Jesus didn't cut us off. So since he didn't cut us off, so since he didn't cut us off, we're going to keep on praising God. We're going to keep on praising Never would have made it. Never could have made it without you. I would have lost it all. See how you were there for me. And I dare say I'm stronger 
I'm wiser, I'm better, much better. When I look back over all your progress, I can see that you are the one I held on to. And I never, never Never could have made it. 
Oh, I wish I had some help here. I wish I had just two or three people that would just declare it. Never would I say it. Never could have made it. I just, I just love to encourage myself. Sometimes I just look in the mirror and say, I'm strong. I'm wise. I am better. So much better when I look back over what it brought me through. I realize I made it because I had you to hold on to. But I never would have made it. I never would have made it without you.
Hold on. 